Hi, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of Talk Toxic to Me. I'm your host, Samantha, and you're going to see a familiar face if you're watching this on YouTube. But Clarissa, hello. She is our special guest today. And you're going to notice that this week's episode came a day late. You're going to be seeing this on Tuesday instead of Monday. We had an unfortunate scheduling conflict, so we weren't able to get our episode recorded in the manner that, like, in the time frame that we normally do. So today's episode is going to be a tiny talk toxic to me. It's going to be a little mini episode. (laughs) So this week we're going to jump right into it. All right. Okay. You ready for the first story? Yes. Am I the asshole for not making enough dinner for my mother-in-law and ignoring her completely? I, 29 female, live in an apartment with my husband, 31 male. Recently, my mother-in-law has come to visit since she is trying to relocate here. She's been staying with us since hotels and Airbnbs are at an all-time high. She's been here a month and it's been, well, difficult. She doesn't help with anything like cooking or cleaning. She also takes my husband's car without his knowledge, so I have to give him a ride to work. She also throws stuff away she thinks we don't use. She also has been going shopping lately, buying decor. She was only supposed to stay two weeks to see if she likes it here and try to find a home. It seems like she wants to relocate here and like she found her home with us. I've had conversations with my husband to get her to leave. He's asked and begged, but she still doesn't want to leave, and he doesn't want to disrespect her. I've remained kind, but I couldn't take it anymore. I went into the guest room she is staying in and cleared it out. I took all of the clothes out of the dresser and closet and put it into her suitcase. I also put all of her things on the floor. She came home and yelled at me, then got into a fight with my husband. She then apologized and said she couldn't afford the plane ticket back, and if my husband books it, she'll leave. Well, he did for yesterday. She refused to go because it was the cheapest ticket on the cheapest airline and that she was worth more than that. We got into another fight and she got a hotel for the night. Well, today she came here and opened the door. Wasn't locked. She then passed us and put all of her things in the empty guest room. She went to the living room where we were and said, well, are you guys ready to apologize? We were dumbfounded, of course. I stormed to my bedroom and locked myself in there. I took a nap and came out and they were both watching TV. It was around 6 at that time, and I decided to start getting dinner ready. When I started, my mother-in-law went and started trying to talk to me. Basically saying I should apologize, she noticed I was ignoring her and started yelling. I kept ignoring her until she went with my husband. I blocked out their conversation. I was quiet and set the plates. I only made enough servings for both me and my husband. I sat and ate, and they came to do the same. She saw there were only two plates and went to look for more food. There wasn't any. I don't know how it happened, but we got into a huge fight, and I ended up throwing all of her clothes outside and screaming at her for all my neighbors to see. She was crying, and my husband was begging for me to stop. I drove to my friends, shaking and mad. I passed out and woke up to paragraphs upon paragraphs of not just my husband and mother-in-law, but sister-in-law and brother-in-law basically telling me I'm an asshole and a stupid bleep for disrespecting mother-in-law and embarrassing her. Well, I have no idea what to feel, so... Am I the asshole for how I acted? I don't think they were... I don't think she was the asshole. I think mother-in-law should have either gone and found her place or gotten on that plane. Because the whole, like, I'm worth more than that plane ticket. Obviously not, since you can't buy your own. Yeah, I was going to say, obviously not. Mm. <laughs> if you thought you were worth more than that, go pay for it. Yeah, no. That would not have flown with us. would have been like, hey, if you can't afford a plane ticket, 
get a hotel. If you can't afford a plane ticket, maybe you shouldn't be looking at buying a new house. If you can't afford a plane ticket, you know, like, mm-hmm. get out of my house. Call brother-in-law, sister-in-law, somebody can come get you. Yep. If you can't afford a plane ticket, maybe you shouldn't have been buying all this decor. Oh, that's the other their house. Part. Yeah. Ooh. No. She she sat there and she came in and she tried to make it her own and everything. And it's like, no, this isn't how this works. Like, you're not going to get invited to come live in somebody else's house. Yeah, OP should have acknowledged the fact that, I mean, obviously, hindsight, you know. But she should have acknowledged the fact, okay, you were supposed to come here for two weeks to look to buy a house. If you can't afford a plane ticket, how can you afford the thousands of dollars that it takes for the down payment, for the binder, for, you know, all the things that come with buying a house? Mm-hmm. And then, but you have all this money to shop frivolously. Yep. That could have been going towards your plane ticket. Mm-hmm. Having somebody come into your house and then just start throwing away your stuff, getting rid of stuff that they think that you don't need to only be there for two weeks. No, I think mother-in-law had that planned all together. Oh, yeah. I don't think she ever planned on leaving. No, she planned on staying and then just Mooching. never leaving. Yeah. It's her house now. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. And no one should have to beg you to get out of their house. No, not at all been like okay you can either leave or i'm gonna have you trespassed yeah so there's no overall vote on this one there's gonna be no overall vote i don't think on any of the stories today guys because they were these were all like just posted within the last like two days so top comment not the asshole tell your husband you go or she goes as this is a problem with him being a mama's boy Mm -hmm. tell your sister-in-law and brother-in-law they can take her in if they're so concerned i'm wondering if she even still has a place to return to Mm mm-hmm literally what we were just discussing mm-hmm. no i don't think she planned on going back i think no. she thought she could come in and do whatever she wanted and they would just accept it if that were my household i would have looked at her and been like you said two weeks you don't have mail delivered here you don't even have squatters rights get out of my house yes all right next story Woo-hoo. am i the asshole for telling sister-in-law that our kids are more important than her destination wedding My husband and I are foster parents who adopted. We have two children we adopted from foster care, and our oldest, but the second child to become our child, is eight years old and has a lot of trauma built up. My husband comes from an almost identical background to our son, right down to how he was treated for so many years. Our son has a very strong attachment to my husband and is only calmed by him when seriously distressed, which is every night without fail. He suffers night terrors due to his experiences in the system. My husband will often hold him until he can fall asleep, and he will stay with him and hold him after his night tears. Without this, our son cannot settle again, and he becomes inconsolable. He does love me, but does not get the same comfort from me, because he knows his dad gets it, and it helps him feel safer. Some time ago, my husband had to leave for three days, and our son was a mess by the time he got back. He actually had to leave early because he was meant to be gone a week, but my son couldn't function without him. Sister-in-law told us in December that her wedding in early September would be a destination wedding in another country. We could not afford to fly all four of us, and we communicated this to her. She expressed that she needed her brother to be there at least. My husband told her he would see what he could do. She said it gave us plenty of time for our son to be okay without him for just four nights. The four nights are because he would be flying for an entire day, and the wedding festivities are over a day, and he wouldn't make it home quickly. We said we would see, but it hasn't happened. My son still needs his dad. He has made some progress, but it is delicate and could be set back if he is pushed for too long too soon. My husband told his sister, and she was mad. 
She said he couldn't keep putting his kids above all else, that we need to live our lives, especially him. He told her he couldn't risk our son's progress and that progress is slow, which it has been. She came to me and begged me to talk to him. She told me how badly she wants her brother there and how much she'll miss him. She said it's not her fault we didn't want to spend the money to all come. I told her it's not that we didn't want to come, but we couldn't because it was a lot of money for just one person even. She accused me of coddling our son too much. I asked her if she remembered what her brother went through when their parents adopted him. She said he was never like that and he hasn't been harmed by not being coddled the same way. I told her they are different people, but surely she knew it had caused trauma. She said her wedding is a once in a lifetime event. I told her that our kids are more important than her destination wedding. She did not take that well. Am I the asshole? Not the asshole. Not the asshole. Not at all. Like kids overall, especially especially getting a kid in from foster care and it sounds like they Who's genuinely eight? exactly. Yeah. They genuinely want this kid to become a functioning part of society mm-hmm. and you're going to say, mm, my wedding. I don't care about your kid's progress. Mm-hmm. I want my brother at my wedding. Exactly. That's so selfish. When she said that he needs to stop putting his kids before all else, I'm like, do you, yeah. do you hear what you're saying? That's exactly what he should be doing is putting his kids before all else. What? Yeah. The fact that he's like, okay, he's okay with not going to this and being like, no, my kid needs me. Like, that's such a good dad. And honestly, having a destination wedding like that, especially one that's in another country, that's part of the risk of having a destination wedding is that people are not going to be able to make it. 100%. It's expensive. And this is a recent post. Like, I think it was just posted a day ago. So that would be this upcoming September. It's expensive to fly right now. I mean, what? We have a pilot shortage in America? Like, flights are getting canceled. I mean, it's a family of four going to another country. That's a lot of money. And there's no telling how much money it's going to take for one flight because it doesn't actually say country to country where they're going. And so when they she wants to sit there and say, like, well, he could do it. Like, it's not our fault. You didn't want to spend the money. Well, if it's so important to you, you pay for it. And if it's, it's so wedding. important that all of your family is there, why have a destination wedding? Mm-hmm. Why not elope at a, de- at a destination with whoever can attend and then have, like, an actual like an actual wedding when you get back. You know what I mean? I don't know. That just seems selfish, especially when you have family that has little kids like that. Because if the eight-year-old is the oldest, that means they have two under ten. And that's not even considering all the rest of the family that may have kids that, you know what I mean? I don't know. I just, when you have a destination wedding, that's part of it. People can't come. Nope, I agree. And she doesn't want to think about that. She just wants to think about herself. Not what that could do to his family. I know. She's calling them selfish. I'm like, dude, mm. really want to talk. <laughs> you sit there and say, I'm more important than your kids. No, no, mm. that's not how that works. Like, no. Sorry. Mm, yeah, exactly. So the top comment on this one is, she said he couldn't keep putting his kids above all else. That is literally what you sign up for by having kids. Not the asshole. Yep. And then the next comment said, right, by all else, she means herself. Sorry, sis. Kids come before sisters slash brides. Mm-hmm. Am I the asshole for being resentful at my adoptive parents for refusing to let my biological brother see me after my adoption? I'm 16 years old. I lost my parents when I was five, and later I was adopted at the age of six. I have a brother who is nine years older than me, so he was about 15 when I was adopted and is now 25. After my adoption, my adoptive parents always told me that my brother didn't want to see me anymore, and I ended up believing it. 
In reality, he had found them and wanted to see me constantly, but my parents refused to let him. He sent me letters for my birthdays. My parents never showed them to me. I ended up hating and resenting him because I felt like he abandoned me. Well, due to some circumstances, I am now in touch with my brother and have known the truth for about six months, and I'm coming back from spending a few weeks with my extended birth family. Turns out my aunt also wanted to see me and for her kids to see me, but my parents didn't allow it. My parents have confirmed this is what they did because they wanted me to not have to carry the baggage from my past and to focus on our family, which didn't include my brother, and wanted me to bond with my adoptive sister instead. I don't buy it. They could have made it work. I spent so much time being angry at my brother for abandoning me when he didn't, and it could have been all avoided. So yeah, I'm angry and resentful, and I don't trust them anymore. I've told them that, and I've told them that adopting me was a mistake. My sister told me that I'm acting out and I'm being ungrateful for everything that our parents have done for me, that I'd still be in foster care if they hadn't adopted me. Am I the asshole? Not the asshole. Not the asshole. They definitely deserved better than that. That yeah. was their family. Like, when you have an older brother like that who's been in your life, you know, you've known since you were born and everything, they that's deserve... Five years, yeah. Yeah, they deserve to have that consistency regardless. Yeah, that's formative years, and especially having lost your parents and... Well, however they did, why wouldn't you as the adoptive family want your new child to still be able to see the family? It's not like the family abandoned them, yeah. you know? Yeah, 100%. And then for the aunt to still want to see them, mm-hmm. it's like, you think that you'd want to keep in contact with their family because, number one, medical history. Exactly, yeah. Number two, that's still their family, like, as much mm-hmm. as you want them to bond with your family and everything, you have to keep it all in connected for the kid. Why would you want them to feel like they were abandoned by people that raised them up until they were five? That's almost abusive, if you think about it. Because you know how abusers, they, they want to isolate you and make yeah. you feel like it's just you, like your family, your friends have all turned against you, whatever. Yeah. It's kind of what they were doing. They were kind of wanting to create their own little perfect family mm-hmm. by icing everybody else out and then telling them... Yeah, they don't want to see you. Sorry. That's awful for that's the kid. That's horrible. Like, that puts so many abandonment issues on the kid. Yeah. And then, to do that, they've already got, oh, how could they just up and leave me? And now it's, okay, I'm still dealing with that because those years of having to deal with that don't just disappear. Mm-hmm. And now I'm finding out that my adoptive parents lied to me this whole time. Mm-hmm. So, they're... Therapy. Therapy. 100%. Yep. For the whole family. The adoptive ones and the kid. Mm-hmm. And the biological family. I wonder what they were told. That's true. Cause That's the, sad. The aunt, you would think, would have some kind of contact or something. If it was an open adoption. But remember what OP said in the post? That their brother found them? Yeah. So it yeah. might have been a closed one. I don't know how that works when the parents pass. Well, if they were sending, like, if the brother was sending cards and stuff, I would imagine it was open and then the adoptive parents, like, closed it. Yeah. Yeah. So, top comment on this one. Not the asshole. Your adoptive parents have been emotionally abusing you. That's what we said. Mm -hmm. That was not their intent, but it was a rather predictable effect of the stupid and illogical decisions that they made. You have the right to be angry and to not trust them anymore. Your sister trying to lay a guilt trip on you, she's an asshole too. Next comment said, People like OP's parents seem to think adoption is essentially buying a kid to plug and play into their family. 
rather than assuming the role of parent for a complete human with feelings, thoughts, and memories. It's very creepy, and it starts to feel at a certain point like the line between adoption and trafficking can be very porous. A colleague of mine adopted his son, and it's a fully open adoption. They all fly to visit his bio mom once a year, and he knows his extended biological family as well. It seems like a really healthy way to approach adoption, and his son seems really well-adjusted as a result. He doesn't, as far as I know, struggle with feeling rejected because he knows his bio mom well enough to fully understand that, while she loves him very much, she never would have been able to take care of him and raise a child. He has a stable, loving home life, but still gets to have a relationship with his family of origin. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. If that is an option, 100%. Like, I know people who are in that predicament, and they get to still have that little bit of a relationship no, it's not a mom and dad relationship, but it's an understanding that, okay, this is where I come from. This is why it happened, but everybody still loves me. Yeah. And it, like you're saying, it helps the kid realize I wasn't rejected. It's not yeah. that my mom didn't want me. Mm-hmm. It's she loved me enough to give me up for adoption, to give me the life that she wishes that she could have given me. Yes. And although that's horrible and that I like, I can't imagine how hard and I, I know hard isn't going to convey the amount of difficulty difficulty that that would have taken but how hard that decision was you yeah. know because obviously really sad. it's heartbreaking yeah with that comment like the mom loves that son so much mm-hmm. and so especially to still have a relationship and everything mm-hmm. so you know that has to be hard on her yeah like still seeing him every year once yeah. a year And I wonder what goes through the kid's head. Like, okay, you know, my mom has a family now. She's married now. Has kids now. Like, what's going on? But... I didn't say that. No, like, if that's what's going on. Oh, that's... Yeah. Yeah. But there is that understanding of this is why it happened. Yeah. The kid in the story didn't get any closure. They were just thrown into this new life. At five years old, that's a lot. Yeah, with no recollection of any past. Like, they just all of a sudden... New family. That's so sad. Mm. All right, last story. Because remember, guys, this is a mini episode. So we're doing four stories today instead of our typical seven is usually the goal. Um, It's a little tiny talk toxic to me. Itty bitty bitty. (laughs) All right. Am I the asshole for telling my daughter the truth about where her birthday gift came from? I, 30 male, got divorced two years ago to my ex-wife, Jane, 33 female. We have a daughter together, 10 female, Riley. Two weeks ago, it was her birthday. There was this bike that Riley wanted really badly, so I decided to get it for her. Beforehand, I checked with Jane to make sure it was okay that I bought Riley this. Jane said that it was fine and she didn't care. When the day of her birthday came and it was time to open presents, Jane acted like the bike was her gift to Riley because she forgot to get Riley one. I wasn't going to embarrass her in front of everyone, so I let it slide. After that, I told Jane that she better tell Riley that she didn't get her the bike and that I did, or else I would tell Riley. I gave Jane time to tell Riley, but she didn't. It's important to add, in the past, when Jane has forgotten to get Riley gifts, I let her act as if it was a shared gift, or she bought it, and I would end up having to buy another one. Yesterday, I ended up telling Riley that the bike she got was from me. She told me that she knew it was from me because there was a card in the box, but she didn't say anything. Jane ended up finding out and got mad at me and told me that I was selfish for doing that. 
Am I the asshole? Not the asshole. Not the asshole. What? Forgot your kid's gift. Forgot your kid's gift? And it's one thing, I guess, if you're married. I mean, it's just forgetting a kid's gift is crazy to me. But, you know, sometimes things happen. But to claim your ex-husband of two years gift to your daughter. Yeah. And then call him selfish, even though Riley already knew. Yeah. Because there was a card. Mm Mm-hmm. I appreciate Riley as, like, this wholesome little being that didn't say anything. She just wanted to, like, keep the peace with her parents. But she... That's almost kind of sad, though, at 10. Well, Like, being that socially aware. Like, okay, we're going to keep the peace. Like, you know what I mean? That's true. I wonder how their divorce was. Yeah. I mean, Hmm. Jane sounds kind of selfish, so... Yeah, and then she had the audacity to call her ex-husband selfish. That's crazy he's the one who spent the money on that gift and he asked you that's my thing he asked hey is it okay to get riley this bike there's your ding 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 oh i need to get my daughter a present amazon it takes two seconds next Mm -hmm. day delivery it's 100 percent. like i i could not understand like it's one thing if you're like planning the party and everything and you know you're like hey my gift is the party and then you do something small Mm-hmm. You know, because it costs a lot of money to throw a party. Yeah. And you don't know what their financial situation is. But to blatantly forget a gift of any sort and then try to claim somebody else's, that's ugly. Especially the ex-husband. Especially. It's not like, oh, this is my mom's gift to you, but I'll just say it was from both of us. Yeah, but she didn't even do that. Hmm. She was just like, this is my gift. No, ma'am. But I mean, honestly, because that's selfish. I feel like that speaks to her character. No, 100%. You're okay with lying to your kid like that. Yeah. You're okay with forgetting your kid's present. And this wasn't the first time, per OP, she'd forget Riley's gifts in the past. She's only 10. How many how many times have you forgotten? Potentially all 10 times. All right. Top comment on this one. Jane is a peach. I can't understand how you could separate from her. She seems lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Not the asshole. Please try to always be honest with your daughter. You're doing great. And the OP said, thank you. Yep. And then someone else said, your ex scoped on giving the bike from her the moment you mentioned it. You were okay with giving credit where credit was not due in other cases. So she was just going (laughs) to ride on this one as well. Your daughter knew, knows where the gift came from. She is a polite and understanding child. Keep the honesty a priority with your daughter. That's the best gift of all. Good luck. Mm Mm-hmm. Keeping that relationship with your with OP's daughter is so much more important. Like, yeah, you want to be able to co-parent and stuff, but the kid is the most important to begin with. Did you chuckle at the ride? Yeah. She's going to ride on this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we love a good pun. <laughs> but that was the last story of the week. Again, guys, this was a little mini episode. A little tiny talk talk to me. <laughs> um, once again, thank you to our special guest. Clarissa, thank you for last minute coming out here. Happy record to be with me. here. <laughs> well, until next week, guys, and next week we will be back on Monday. I promise. Hold me to it. But until next week, talk toxic to you later. Bye.